Hello, we are going over the core doctrine of the image of God. And the verse for this is Genesis 9, 6. And it says, Whoever sheds human blood, by humans shall their blood be shed. For in the image of God, God has made mankind. The author says that the Bible has a lot to say about humanity. It tells us that we were made male and female, Genesis 1:27, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalms 139:14, are frail, Psalms 103:14 uh, through 16, that we are sinful, Psalms 143:2. The list goes on and on. But perhaps the most profound thing it says about humanity is that we all have been given the unfathomable honor of bearing the image of God. When we view another human being, we see God reflected in them. Even after the fall, despite the sin that resides in all people, humans continue to bear God's image, Genesis 9:16. And Christ, the perfect image of God, Colossians 1:15, came to redeem us so that we might reflect in a greater fullness of God's glory. As divine image bearers, we have a deep sense of purpose in the world. We are called to reflect God's character and continue his work. This also shapes how we view and treat others. Each person, whether a stranger, a neighbor, or coworker, must be given the dignity, respect, and love due to them as God's image bearers. One way to think of imaging God is to think about a mirror. In his book, Created in God's Image, Anthony A. Hokima explains, as a mirror as a mirror reflects, so a man should reflect God. When one looks at a human being, one ought to see in him or her certain reflections of God. Another way of putting it is this, is to say that in man, God is to become visible on earth. To be sure, other creatures and even the heavens declare the glory of God, but only in man does God become visible. Theologians speak of God's general revelation in which he reveals his presence, power, and divinity through the works of his hands. But in the creation of man, God revealed himself in a unique way by making someone who was kind of a mirror image of himself. But this discussion is only one side of the coin. Humans not only reflect God, but also represent him. Ancient rulers often erected images of themselves in various parts of their realms to represent the authority to their subordinates. That's what we see in Daniel 3 when Nebuchadnezzar set up an image likely of himself and commands his subjects to fall down before it and worship. We are created in God's image so we could represent him here on earth, much like an ambassador of a foreign country. Hokima further explains this by saying, as an ambassador represents his country's authority, so man, both male and female, must represent the authority of God. As an ambassador is concerned to advance the best interest of his own country, so a man must seek to advance God's program for this world. As, God repre as God's representatives, we should support and defend what God stands for and should promote what God promotes. What a great honor and privilege this is. Through us, God works out his purpose on earth. Yet it is also a great responsibility. When we look at others, they should be able to encounter God. 
to see or hear his words and to experience his love. We were created to represent who God is and what he stands for. While we were created to mirror God, not all of us represent God well. In fact, we do it imperfectly. It is important distinction that helps us in two ways. First, it helps us understand how we should view all people, a divine image bearers, loved by God. And second, it highlights the challenge we have of representing God in the world. When you think of coworkers, do you see them as people created in the divine image of God, worthy of dignity and worth that is the reality that brings with it? Or do you see them merely as a pathway to your own personal gain, even sometimes treating them as subhuman? And how does this truth of the gospel and grace of God help you better represent God to those whom you interact with each day? The story they give here is from a pediatric occupational therapist. She goes on about how each day she goes to the hospital and has different um, patients she has to work with and that each of these patients has things that the world would see as flaws. Um, But she not only works with them through uh, these different therapies to to help these children grow and uh, achieve a, a, a better life here on earth with their limitations, but to also feel their worth, to know that they're uh, made in God's image, that they're worthy of her best work, her best time, her best effort. And uh, and that's what she tries to remind herself of whenever she goes to spend time with each of these kids. Um I know for me, often I can get focused just on the task at hand and everything kind of gets out of focus and uh, really nothing else matters at that moment with, with just completing that certain task or that goal that I have. Um, and it becomes very easy to overstep people. And, and sometimes it's not a huge thing, uh, but sometimes it, it can be, they talked about treating others as subhuman. Um, when I think of treating others as subhuman, I, to me, that kind of, uh, brings pictures of World War II whenever, um, Nazis were how they portrayed the Jews and then were taking them to the the concentration camps to discard of them or other places of the world where um, genocide happened. And the only way that things like that is really possible is for people not to be viewed as humans, to be viewed as something less than, as subhuman. And, I mean, that's kind of, that's the extreme of it. But this points out to us that 
because we are made in God's image, if you don't give someone the time, the the dignity, give them worth, then you're treating them as subhuman. You're not um, you're not giving them what you would have given God, his their their image, uh, who their image bears. So when I'm and when I'm trying to complete a task that I have set before me, and it's one that involves other people, oftentimes I have to slow myself down and remind myself, like, hey, if I don't get this done or this doesn't turn out perfectly, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? How, what, what does it mean? Like, is someone going to die? Thankfully, I don't live or work in a job where uh, if I mess up, it costs someone their life. Um, Usually, when I was at the bank, uh, if I messed up, you know, it would be unfortunate, but it would cost, um, it might mess, it might cost the business some money which isn't great, but it's not the end of the world. And there's ways through businesses to recoup those costs. So we obviously want to do everything we can to avoid those mistakes. But, you know, we're human. We're in a fallen world and mistakes happen. Uh, Now that I'm over in lawn care, if there's a mistake um, I make it, you know, it might mess up how a yard looks. But uh, thankfully, the grass grows. And, you know, within a week, that mistake isn't there anymore. Um, in fact, usually you can't even see the mistake that I might have made the the very next day. Um, because it, there's life there. It keeps changing and growing. So, the, I mean, that's a, a nice thing to know. But I, I don't. Uh, I still try to avoid the mistakes. Uh, But there are people whose jobs do, if they make a mistake, it very well could cost someone their life. And, and, And those types of jobs, those people go through a lot of training and their priorities are set in focus. And so what I try to remind myself of with the work that I've done is that, um, yes, I need to have the right priority and focus and the right priority of focus in this job right now. And in everything that matter is Jesus. And when I put, you know, the, the word says, if you submit all your ways to him, he will make your path straight. And uh, Proverbs, I think three, five through six, it talks about that. So when I put him in the priority, him in the focus, it all the other pieces fall into place. And part of that here would be seeing the people around me as other image bearers of God. Not not part of a task, not part of 
uh, where it says uh, merely a pathway to your own personal gain. You know, they're they're not subhuman. They're they're human, which means they're image bearers of God. Which means I need to give them patience. I need to give them grace. I need to give them worth and dignity. So even if it seems inefficient to me to do a task a certain way, uh, I should go ahead and stop and take the time to listen and see what it is they have to say. And not only just listen, but show that I actively care. And um, I want to know the the thoughts behind why they're they're doing different things um and this isn't good just for work it's i mean it's helpful for every area uh whether i'm at the gas station or at the grocery store or um with my family at home to remind myself that uh in this moment the priority is jesus and as Jesus being the priority, he wants me to represent him to the surrounding people around me. And how do I need to represent him to those people? Because each situation is different. Uh, as Jesus said in the New Testament, he said he only does what he sees his father doing. And we're supposed to go about that as well in in doing his work and representing him. So when I'm with other people and I have Jesus as the priority, him as the main focus, and I'm recognizing that each of these people are image bearers, uh, I'm doing almost two things. One, I'm looking for the image of God in them for what he's trying to teach me, for what he's trying to to show me, to love me with, um, what he's wanting me to get from that experience, that moment with the person. But also, I'm looking to see what's missing. Um, since we are imperfect images, whenever we see those imperfections in those flaws in the people not um, representing God well in that moment, it's it's telling us that you know there's there's something going on there. You know if if they're short with us, uh, losing their uh, patience or angry or or sad. You know there there's reasons behind all that and to not just look past them, but to show the care that Christ would have, to ask them what's going on, to show that, you know, we we see them, that we care about them and want to experience life with them, and that we want to help them with the issue they have. So, uh, and, and each person's different, and each person's different in each situation. So it's a lot of opportunities to see God speaking to us, but also to learn how 
he is wanting to work in those moments. Um, so that's something I just encourage you for today that as you go about your work today to look at each of the image bearers that God has placed in your life around your, your work, around your drive to and from work and, and everywhere else in between that you ask God to show you himself in each of those people that you ask that you submit to him all your ways so that he can make your path straight and show you how to complete the task that you're needing to get done for the day and in doing that how you can partner with him and being his representative here on earth for today so father i thank you for uh for everyone listening and for Jay, who's doing an awesome job as, as, as leading this, um, I ask that you speak to each of us in a unique way that only you can. That you show us areas, Holy Spirit, where we are, we have our priorities out of focus, and how we can bring those priorities focused on you, Jesus, so that we can recognize all those image bearers you put in our life and that we can recognize what you're trying to speak to us, but also that we can recognize what's missing where your, your, your fullness is not being shown through that person so that we can represent you to that person. We can only do this through your grace, Jesus. Um, because it, it, it's only a supernatural ability that would allow us to, to overcome what our flesh desires in certain moments to give someone what they need. Um, if someone's impatient with me and I've already had a bad day, it's hard to give them patience and it's hard to give them love and grace. But, through your grace, your supernatural ability, I, I can be able to do that if I choose to partner with you and work with you in this. So help each of us, especially myself, to see people as you, as you see them, and treat them as you treat them, as an image of you. We thank you for all of this, and we ask all of it in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.